Peace, family. How you doing? It's Mr. R2 here at Consistency is Currency, your morning podcast of choice. Uh, today is Monday, July the 18th, and this month has been very interesting, um, but I am glad that you are here to see me. I'm glad that we are on this side of the dirt again, the side of the living, those who are able to take action, those who are able to execute, and those who are willing to to do what it takes in order for you to achieve your ultimate goal so good morning to you and i pray that this weekend that you just had um i can't say uneventful because sometimes uneventful is boring (laughs) but i pray that your weekend um was was okay okay i mean if your weekend was good i mean cool whatever hope your weekend was good but today is day eight of my 10-day fast um yeah 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 oh you were in honduras okay she getting fancy peace good morning trisha um she all the way in honduras what time is it in honduras put that in the chat because i want to know what time it is in honduras um but yeah today is day eight of this 10-day fast and trust me it has been trying uh it has been um a level of commitment that you have to be um discipline to complete because 630 oh that's not bad um because there have to be a level of discipline in order for you especially if you're doing a absolute fast because that means you eat absolutely nothing all you do is drink you drink water or you drink um electrolytes you know because it's hot here in the state of texas so you know sometimes i drink a pedialyte or something like that something like that because i still work out i don't want to fall out next thing i know i'm inside somebody's hospital and they got ivs in me um or saying how come you didn't eat whatever it is it's my own personal uh, opinion with it um but yeah day eight have two more days to close this fast out and today we're talking about a ridiculous vision and I know that fasting with no food, other people would say, man, that's ridiculous, but it wasn't your vision. Uh, so it's not ridiculous to me. It's, it may be ridiculous to you, to you. And it's I'm OK with that. I'm OK with it being ridiculous to you because it's not yours. Uh, it's not your responsibility. It's not your level of of. Of, of dedication it's not your level of follow through because a lot of times we don't get to where we're going because we never started or we don't get to the end state because we got stuck in the in-between time that might be a lesson I might need to write that down in-between time yeah I'll just remember it and, and I'll write it down somebody put it in the chat just so I, I can go back and look at it in between time I think there's there's some messaging in the in between time so I figure out what I want to do with that in between time I like that that hit me a little bit different because there was some in between time trust and believe when you're have you ever fast and you just started smelling stuff like wow uh, I'd smell pizza and there's nothing around you <laughs> or you smell uh, uh, food items that's not even in your circumference, but you, you, you're you just hungry because your mind... Okay, transparent moment. So I went to a funeral this weekend and when I was sitting in the room, it's like every second or third commercial was about food. I mean, everything from Jimmy John's to Chick-fil-A to McDonald's to Arby's 
uh, who else? Um, Subway, all of this stuff that I normally really don't pay attention to, but because you're fasting, it plays, it plays inside of your psyche because when you're fasting, there is a level of discipline that you have to block out in order for you to see in a direction or to see in the purpose, um, that you're walking in order for you to get there. So my in-between time, um, was very trying in order for me to accomplish trust and believe day 10 is going to get real on day 10. I don't know what I'm going to eat first, but I'm going to slowly go into it, you know, try something light. And I don't want to just jump into it. The next thing I know, I'm eating just a whole full plate of something that my body reacts in a certain way. So, um, yeah, in between time. Appreciate it. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into it. So before we really get started, make sure you take this live and share this live on your news feed in order for somebody else um, to be blessed. Because sometimes that you the things that you do is not about you. The things that you that you complete is not about you, probably because the things that you have completed was somebody else waiting was waiting or on pause until the completion was done I'm going to leave that alone until the completion yeah somebody put that in there until the completion I might I might, I might use that alright so let's go ahead and jump we're going to jump two feet two feet in this a ridiculous vision um, yeah a ridiculous vision peace Miss Nisi how you doing I ain't seen you in a minute where you been to Mars I haven't seen Miss Nisi in a, in a long time but anyway, let's go ahead and jump into this ridiculous vision. As you already know, the things that resonates with you, go ahead and put it inside the chat. And then after it is all said and done at the end of the podcast, go ahead and put your takeaways, the things that resonated with you. Uh, go ahead and put it as takeaways, because every time that you communicate in any type of uh, um, comment that you put inside or interaction, I will call it, as you put inside the chat, that helps push this live into uh, a much more higher because it taps into the algorithm. So let's go ahead and jump into it. For those that are new, uh, we're going to get the definition and you're going to get the inversions of the definition. And then you may get the etymology, but not today. I'm just saying. All right. So the definition of ridiculous, the definition of ridiculous, it says deserving or inviting uh, derision or mockery absurd. Deserving or inviting derision or mockery and absurd so the inversion on this in this definition is red over white deserving or inviting and absurd your vision has to be deserving now don't you feel you deserve to have what you work for don't you feel you deserve to to have the vision come to pass don't you feel you deserve to accomplish that particular vision. It has to be deserving. It has to be inviting in order for you to allow that that vision to come to pass. And those who may see the vision may feel that the vision is absurd because it wasn't their vision to begin with. You're speaking your vision to people who don't understand what a vision is. You're speaking your vision to people who haven't even accomplished a vision for themselves. So that's why the vision will always be ridiculous to them. Keep talking your vision to people. Keep 
speaking your vision to people who can't even have regular sight. They don't have the sight picture in order for them to, and to accomplish their target. You like that military thing, right? The sight picture. <laughs> but I mean, it's true. You have people that 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 want to see your vision, but they don't. They've never accomplished something for themselves, so that's why they will call your vision ridiculous. But I'm telling you right now that you are deserving of your vision. Allow your vision to be inviting to you that you will walk through it, that you can walk through walls in order for you to accomplish that thing. And deserving, let's 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 extract from the definition of ridiculous. And I abstracted the word deserving just so you can begin to apply those applicable things to your vision, to your ridiculous vision. Deserving is said to be worthy of being treated in a particular way, typically of being given assistance. So the inversion is red over white again. So the, the deserving vision that you have is worthy of being treated. So that ridiculous vision that you, that you have, that ridiculous vision that some people talks about, that ridiculous insight that you have within your vision, it is worthy of being treated treated I should have broke down treated because we probably would have extracted something else let me look let me let me let me do that right quick can I can I go off the path just a little bit and we're going to ask we're going we're going to listen to treated and we're going to play play into it definition of treated Here's the definition of treat, behave toward or deal with in a certain way. So because you behave towards it or you deal with it in a certain way, because something that is so far ridiculous, don't you have to treat it in a certain way? You have to apply a different way of thinking to it. You have to be because you found it to be worthy. You found it to be worth your while to work towards and to work on because when it says behave towards that means you're behaving in a direction that is going towards your end state you're behaving in a direction that is working towards your vision vision has two eyes but only you can see it you like that right wordplay but you have to be able to see it. Why? Because if you're behaving in a in in a in a way that is big, that is worthy of you to be treated, then you're going to deal with it differently than everybody else. So, no, your vision has to be so ridiculous to you that you're willing to work for it you're willing to work on it you're willing to work in in a way that is so worthy of the outcome so let's take this deep dive real quick um a ridiculous vision is going to be worked on worked out worked about treated by someone who understands 
the end state, right? And because you understand the end state, you're going to begin to tap into so many of the things that is going to take your vision and blow your vision up. And you're going to blow it out of the water because when you're dealing with the vision that you find worthy or you found worthy to be treated and to be worked on in a certain way, it's going to demand you to be imaginative because you're going to have to visualize the vision you wish to become because think about it. Because when you're thinking of, about what that vision is or that ridiculous vision, you're going to have to begin to articulate it, right? Because if you find it worthy to be treated, then you should have the ability to be imaginative and to be able to articulate what that vision is if that vision is going to become what you choose for it to be. Because you're going to have to articulate it to the point to where it will be like um, creating a uh, 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 creating some sort of uh, creative approach or utilizing some sort of uh, created creative approach because to others it may seem ridiculous but to you it is the promise because a lot of times the promises aren't met because we haven't uh, allowed ourselves to uh, the ability to tap into that promise And we have to understand that in order for us to get there, we're going to have to begin to give ourselves permission, give you permission. That ridiculous dream was given to you. That ridiculous dream wasn't given to somebody else. They call it ridiculous because they didn't think about it. They call it ridiculous because the vision wasn't handed to them. They call it ridiculous because the vision wasn't in a dream that 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 they've dreamt. But the dream was given to you. So it only becomes ridiculous to those who are who were not in in the line of what the promise and the permission was, because per mission, this is what you said that you were going to do. That's the wordplay on permission, right? Because if 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 permission is an agreement, so that means every time the mission comes up or every time the vision comes up per the mission, you said that you were going to do this. But it won't come to pass until you give you permission to execute it. Because again, the permission won't take place until you fulfill the promise. The ridiculous vision won't take place until you face it and look at it for what it is that you need to do. And then when you understand that, it's going to begin to and demand resources. Your ridiculous vision is going to demand resources. Your ridiculous vision will humble you to your knees and allow you allow you to understand that there is there is supposed to be talents in the room in order for the vision to come to pass because it is it is ridiculous. It is it is out there. It it has to be within reach because if the vision was so if your vision was the lowest hanging fruit then everybody will be able to reach up and grab that vision it would have been it would have already been done it would not have looked ridiculous to anyone 
A ridiculous vision looks like it's out of reach for everybody else but you. <laughs> right? And that's true in nature. I'd rather for your vision and for your vision to be so ridiculous that it seems so far out of reach. That means you have work to do. Because if your vision was within reach, then you might not work as hard. That's like giving a child something, but then a the child breaks it and you get upset. But then when the child goes out and buys it, it takes care of it that much greater. Why? Because they put something in it. It demanded more resources for them to keep it because they worked on it. Your ridiculous vision demands resources. And when your ridiculous uh, uh, demands resources, it is going to have to be beyond your own. Because simply walking in your vision doesn't seem to be enough anymore. Because there are more conversations right now about legacy building, right? And that's just coming from an honest place. If you look at how things have been going and how some certain conversations have been going especially when it when we're talking about in our community we're talking about legacy building and things of that nature that means there is something that you have to tap into that is going far beyond you so in order for you to get far beyond you you're going to have to put yourself in a position to learn more than what you know And you're going to have to be okay with it because you need to have that vision that inspires you to achieve something greater than what you have already accomplished. Because the things that you've already accomplished, that's when people say, you always doing something. Uh, now, what are you doing now? I'm, I'm going after my dream. I'm going after, I'm going after, I am going after my vision. Oh, that's ridiculous. It's not yours to say and it wasn't yours to be. It's not yours to say and it wasn't yours to be given to me. It was mine to be given to me now because I need to reach out and get to this. I must go beyond my current talent base. I have to learn more in order for me to reach out and to achieve it. Because if I'm going to build something, if I don't know anything about drafting, then I have to understand I need to go back to drafting in order for me to create this blueprint that is going to allow me to build my foundation. If I don't know anything about surveying, then I must understand that I need someone that is in my corner or on my team that is a surveyor in order for me to lay this foundation. Because this is the purpose of a ridiculous vision to paint a picture of the future that creates the passion getting the vision beyond your talent makes room for discipleship and because it makes room for discipleship it's going to put the proper people around you in order for you to accomplish that thing it's going to make room for more education. It's going to make room for more talent. It's going to make room for more skills and skill sets. It's going to make room for more board of directors because if it is going beyond your talent, then you need to put talent in the room. So this ridiculous vision is going to take you places and it's going to involve others. 
if you're the type of person that say, oh, I don't work well with people, that's probably why your vision haven't came to pass right now. Maybe your vision needs you to, to be beyond your talent. But you so hard-headed that you, that you cut your blessing off before your seed was planted. You dug your raggedy seed out of the dirt before the seed was able to be planted because you said, oh, I don't work well with others and I don't work with people. Bet, too easy. It will never come to pass for you. You will never work beyond your talent. You will never allow other gifts and talents to be in the room in order for the room to grow. In order for the room to have some sort of synergy, in order for the room to have a certain talent base, in order for the room to have and to develop some sort of cohesion in there to where there is talent in the room that is far beyond your physical talent. Because what if your ridiculous vision requires you to work with others? but you cut your foot off because you didn't want to work with someone. I'm going to leave that alone. (laughs) I'm going to leave that alone. And I'm going to say this. Sometimes your ridiculous vision wasn't ridiculous at all. It's how you see it is your perception of it. But know that it takes work. Know that it takes a process. Know that you have to find uh, worth in it. That it's worthy. It's worthy to be worked on. It's worthy to be be worked through. And it's worthy for you to tap into all of those resources in order for you to become the resource because things that are resourceful are that's the resource but your ridiculous vision is not so far-fetched that you cannot reach up and work towards grabbing it i want you to have a, a, a vision that is so ridiculous that only you can see it You know when the time when other people will see your vision? When you're working on it. When you stop giving the world lip service. When you stop giving your community lip service. You talk a good game, but your walk is crooked. (laughs) You talk a good game, but your walk is, is, is non-existent. So walk through your, your vision tap into your your innate abilities tap into your god-given talents tap into that frequency that you have in order for you to accomplish that ridiculous vision again it is only ridiculous to those who have yet to accomplish their own vision it is only ridiculous to those who want to shut your vision down because your vision was never given to them but they always have something to say about your vision You need to have something to say about your vision. You need to be the end state of your vision. You need to be the talent in the room, but then bring other people in a room that goes beyond your natural talent and your natural abilities. Because when that thing works, 
then that's going to be the lesson learned in order for you to duplicate that process over and over again. But I'm going to leave that alone. All right. You guys be blessed. And remember, here at Consistency and uh, Consistency is Currency, your morning podcast of choice. I see you tomorrow, 730, right here. You be blessed.